Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Meta Era Nerd Podcast. We got a good one in store for you today. Tidbits of news from across the board, right before we hop into the hot stuff coming out of San Diego Comic Con. What's up, Marcus? How's it going? It's going just uh, excited, right? Just because I know San Diego Comic Con um, just announced a lot of, and just recently, right now, I think, as a matter of fact, um, today, the last few hours or so, Marvel and DC had their big just all kinds of announcements and stuff like that. More so Marvel is the one uh, that kind of just came in, you know, kicked the door down and it, good stuff, good stuff. So can't wait to see what's in store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a couple little things yesterday and then today was kind of the big Marvel presentation, their panel, as they call it. Uh, and I know superhero stuff's not for everybody, but you just can't deny like the cultural phenomenon that is the MCU. And, you know, it's crazy to think that we started with Iron Man and now we're all like, we just have this universe that's just so massive and all types of heroes, shows, uh, shorts, like it's, it's awesome. Which, which is real weird because growing up, you know, it was always about the animated shows and a lot of these MCUs, it was animated. Everything was animated, right? Um, all the shows that come out, even, even in, in, you know, the two thousands, it was everything, all this Marvel stuff was animated, animated for these things to kind of come out now and actually be like you know marvel to hit it live action you know and marvel just to kind of keep doing these things and they're going to continue doing these things and cover all types of stuff you know from the comics uh you know the bronze silver and modern age of comic books it's it's just a real thing to think about so it's kind of cool uh so looking forward to everything for sure yeah and the scale like the scale with which with, with which they put it all together and just the success and how great yeah. they do and so many you know, they take the time and do they, they, their, nerds, their shows, man, movies well. Yeah, it's great. Yes, sir. So we'll start off with just some general stuff uh, that I'll just touch on real quick. Uh, this week, they announced that Toys R Us is going to be making a comeback. A uh, nostalgic store for those of us who grew up in the 90s. Um, they're going to be opening in Macy's stores uh, from late, Ju- late July to mid-October. Uh just uh, hearing that the name of that store again just makes me feel like a little kid again. Uh, I I only ever been to that store like once growing up. What? So, yeah. Dang. Well, I'm gonna have to take you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> uh, something else is uh, if you're a WWE or wrestling fan, uh, you have to know the name uh Vince McMahon. He's stepping down from WWE after. Oof, I don't even know how long he's been there, but he's 77 years old. I think he started uh, maybe when he was 20s, 30s, so at least 40 years that he's been there running that company. Uh, you know, there, there was a little controversy there going on here with him lately. I won't get into that. If you want to look it up, look it up for yourself. But uh, just kind of him spearheading the whole wrestling, sports entertainment movement and, uh, you know, finally stepping away. Uh, it'll be a big change to see. Uh, what comes there, and you know, it's just a, a huge shift in their company. Uh, then the last thing is uh, in sports, the Kevin Durant sw- sweepstakes is still at play. Um, it seems to be a pretty complicated situation, and that KD is still such a prominent player in the league that the Brooklyn Nets are asking for like the house. 
astronomical um, astronomical picks and players and i've seen some of the what was it the one that just got turned down i think it was the minnesota Timberwolves, was it or utah jazz it was one of those where they were asking for like seven first round picks and then some and then some on top of some players and stuff like two players and two picks i think or two players uh, and seven picks yeah outrageous man i said whoa <laughs> like dang yeah so it's, it's intense it, it's tough because he's still such a good player and yes, he's had like his ups and downs in these last couple seasons, but he's not washed yet, right? So it's just it's a weird situation. It's looking more and more like he's gonna end up probably staying staying with them at least uh, either through All Star break uh, at the trade deadline or maybe even till next summer. We'll see. I don't yeah. really see anything happening now, like that we're ending July and gonna get into August. Yeah, I mean, we have obviously into the trade deadline. It's always a trip all the way up until the trade deadline. Um, so uh, there's a lot of, you know, good basketball rumors and news out there and stuff. So hopefully we see something good. I'm always up for a shakeup. So am I. Uh, so I had very little in the anime world for this week. Uh, just we have My Hero Academia Hero Fest going on tomorrow. Uh, the big thing coming out of there is they're going to have a pre-screening for Season 6, Episode 1. Uh, so we'll get to... You know, Marcus, I know, has read ahead and knows a little bit of what's coming this season. Uh, he's hyped up this season uh, to me and our group of friends a lot, to us My Hero fans. Specifically me, that I love uh, Shigaraki. Uh, so I guess we'll start to get a little bit of the rumblings and little inklings of how people feel tomorrow once they are able to see that uh, for those people that attend. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Uh, the only other thing I had was the, there was a new trailer for that One Piece film, Red. Mm -hmm. uh, got to check it out. Looks colorful. Looks pretty. Whoever that new character is, I don't know what her name is, but she looks dope. Uh, I'm sure, okay. hopefully, we... Andrew has seen it. Oh, I'm sure he's excited to see that. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to Andrew. Uh, yeah. I, that's, I just, that, that, that's all I had. I don't know if you wanted to add on those or if you had some other things you wanted to add. Yeah, well, I, I do a couple other things, nothing too crazy, but just to kind of add on this uh, fairly quickly, I have read ahead and I've been having up season six for a long time, um, you know, since since we read it, since I've read it. So it's going to be a good one. And there's, a, you know, we're, we're, there's still there's still a good amount of anime My Hero left. The manga, not so much. I'm not going to get into spoilers or anything like that, but it is a good ride. You know, there's um, everything's without its issues, but that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, and then as far as the pre-screening, right, it's coming uh, tomorrow for My Hero Fest. Hopefully we hear some good news on that, some reactions. And I'm really excited to see what the people are going to be saying about that. Um, and then we also have the One Piece film Red coming out. And again, I have, I have, I did say last time that I was already in the 20s. Still in the 20s just because I've been watching other things, but One Piece is always one. It's just easy to kind of fall back on whenever I have nothing to watch. Um, but other than that, I did have a couple of other things just briefly that I wanted to mention here in the anime world. Not a lot of news, obviously, you know, uh, anime expos and stuff like that are, had already happened. So we're not going to get all these kind of crazy um, headlines. But nonetheless, we still got a couple of things. Uh, the Keanu Reeves Berserker is getting an anime adaptation by Production IG. Production IG is actually um, fairly prominent and they do do animate some great things uh it is said to have two seasons we did find out about that actually today uh or yesterday one of the other things was uh that's coming up is a, a anime called hero classroom We're getting a teaser visual premiering in 2023 uh and the mongrel this one actually has a good amount of uh people who talk about it um so i am hearing a lot of 
tidbits about this one. This one is actually on my radar. It's been on my radar. Uh, so the fact that it's getting an anime adaptation, I actually, and I actually, I did want to read the manga. Might not just because um, it is coming in 2023 in a few months. So we did get a teaser visual on that um, as well this past week. And then another teaser visual coming up, uh, one called Spy Classroom, not to be confused with any of the other spy or classroom animes that had been out there. Um, again, it was previously um, revealed coming 2023, uh, but we did get another teaser trailer visual and more cast announcements from that one. So that's another one that's on my radar. Just kind of want to throw those out there. That way, you know, you anime fans have something to Google, look into, maybe read the manga if you want. Uh, and then we have the Baruto anime gets a new visual for its upcoming uh, Himawari-centered art. And I know that was actually the key visual with her and um, Kawaki. Uh, I don't watch the anime actually on this one. Rico does. Uh, I read the manga through and through. And uh, But nonetheless, I know it has its popular characters. And I know Himawari is one of them. Correct, Rico? Am I correct when I say that? Oh, yeah. Everybody loves her. <laughs> so we've had We've had maybe like... Uh, I want to say we've had maybe a handful of episodes, maybe eight. Yeah, maybe I, I can think of probably three, four, five, six, maybe about six or seven episodes where she's like a big part of the episode. Three of those, I think, are like an arc of hers where she first uh, decides if she wants to be a ninja. So <clears throat> she goes through like this little trial where she's deciding if she wants to go to the academy and uh, try to become, you know, uh, uh, a Genin. Uh, that, those episodes in particular are very, very good. Yeah, and, and I know Rico always talks about it. I, mean, I, have, I have another good friend of ours, so actually, uh, Cornelio, who's been on here before, who's talked about it. I just, you know, I read the manga, copy of the manga, because I know the anime gets a lot. It gets a lot of smack for um, being, having those anime episodes anime story canon episodes and kind of you know including the manga but obviously has a lot of that original content that it has and i think that's kind of turns people off but nonetheless nonetheless it doesn't take a fact from the way that if a good story is written well it's going to be good it's going to be whether it's yeah. animated or whether the story is just you know phenomenal it's, it's going to be good regardless so i think it doesn't get that you know in all fairness it doesn't get that fairness in general being you know naruto you know a sequel to naruto right so uh, it might be unfairly criticized. It, it, uh, but, it, it is. It is because honestly, there's probably I'm not caught up. I haven't caught up. I'm also I also follow the manga like you. I know we always are texting back and forth about like, oh, did you check it out? Did you read it? Here's a link. Check it out. What do you think? Uh, sharing our thoughts. Right. But yeah. uh, I'm not completely caught up with the anime. I think I'm like maybe 20 episodes behind, but I can do that. Like, oh, yeah. City, you know, in, in a day. Right. Uh, yeah. But there's actually some characters in there and some little things in the anime that you don't, they don't explain in the manga like they do in these extra episodes. For example, some of the stuff with, with the Kara uh, and some of the, some of the little tidbits of information you learn about the characters in Kara and stuff like that. Uh, it stays true to the, to the source material, but it gives you extra on top of that. Then in for the for the uh kind of the anime canon sort of stuff that it goes into on its own uh there's been at least two arcs that were phenomenal one of them centered all about like team 7 kind of the new team 7 coming together 
uh and they pull out like some crazy like special move that where they like combine their abilities that's amazing mm-hmm. uh you get to actually see also some new uh moves from boruto himself uh, a special his own special rasengan uh just you know like I guess like people want to get to like the good stuff, like we're, like you know the manga people want to get to the good stuff, like yeah. where we're at now. But uh, I could see like some of the weaker stuff like at the beginning. But of course, that's how it always is when you open up a new universe and you have new characters, yeah, a setting, building. storytelling. And yes, there's like those familiar faces. But when you start something new, like you don't want to leave them out to dry and just focus on all the nostalgia, yeah. or else like you're kind of dooming yourself. Yeah, like before you even get started. So I get it. I got it there. But here lately, it's just been great. I've heard it's been. I've heard it's been real, real good. Um, and for whatever reason, I know it's not even that. It's like 260 episodes. Honestly, you can do that like maybe in two months or so, less. Um, I just haven't gone on this. I I was obsessed with Ace of the Diamond, which I finished. But it was like 180 episodes, you know. So I did that in three weeks. So two two sixty readers doesn't sound like much. Um, and so it's kind of it's kind of interesting, right? When these anime, especially these big ones, get unfairly criticized. You know, I'm thinking of Black Clover off the top of my head. You know, I'm obsessed with Black Clover, and it does have when it first came out, it did have that, you know, negative reception, critical of, and is of the of the weirdest things too, the voice acting and stuff. Forget the story, right? But the voice actors and how they find them annoying, so it turned them off. I'm like, dude, the story is epic and the characters are epic. So, yeah. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, we are getting that. Um, that uh himawari uh arc coming soon in baruto so stay tuned for that it should be uh hitting i think the uh, baruto anime next actually if i'm not mistaken uh but continuing on just got two more tidbits an original racing anime called high speed at toil i think that's announced uh say it is announced was announced um it actually looks the it did it did have a visual a one-shot visual and actually looks very very nice um it's a pink car with the, I guess the female lead in the in the front, but actually looks real colorful and real nice. Uh, so just see what that's all about, especially when it comes to the original stuff. It's always good to keep on your radar. And then lastly, just a couple of things coming to Crunchyroll um, that have been confirmed to come to Crunchyroll, not Netflix or any other thing. That way, you know, I know a lot of people have Crunchyroll, so just FYI on that. Uh, Shangri-La Frontier is actually making its way to Crunchyroll. Um, the next one is Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro Second Attack. So that's a second season of Miss Nagatoro. That one actually very popular because the uh, it's supposed to be one of the more funny uh, rom-coms out there. I know season one actually did very, very well. So, you know, the second season will be hitting Crunchyroll. Uh, Move Love Alternative Season 2 coming to Crunchyroll. Uh, and that's... And Skip and Loafer. I'm not sure what that is, actually. Not even familiar with it, but it is coming to Crunchyroll as well. So a couple of things coming to Crunchyroll to wrap up our anime news. Uh, so thank you for that. But yeah, that wraps up what I got for anime. So moving on into the gaming world, um, Overwatch 2 Beta 2 is officially closed. Uh, I particularly thought it was a good beta. It seems like that is the general consensus around the Overwatch community. Uh, at the close of the beta, they actually teased the hero that we've already been teased before <laughs> yeah. uh, in a trailer that we got. I believe it was at the Microsoft presentation uh, earlier this summer. Um, there was some text that you like plugged into a certain 
the the coding that they use to make browsers and stuff like that and what comes out is it says what does the fox say so that uh, is teasing the Kanazaka fox girl uh with the shuriken that we've heard rumors about for like the last two years or so uh rumored to be a support character uh which is i think much needed uh being that support have kind of gotten the least amount of love thus far in the in Overwatch 2 uh in terms of like the beta so far uh so one last thing for Overwatch is that today Overwatch League uh, Midseason Madness wrapped up uh the first tournament I think we mentioned before that pitted uh the North American peop- North American teams against the APAC the Asian Pacific region uh and we did have the f- two final teams both from NA the San Francisco Shock and the Los Angeles Gladiators. The Gladiators were able to come out on top. Uh, so congratulations to them. That's actually the team I was rooting for. Uh, so I was pretty excited to watch that. Uh, some other big news in gaming, Discord coming to Xbox. Uh, I believe it's coming to the preview members first. Those in the beta and alpha rings, I think, have access already. Uh, I haven't checked my Xbox yet. I am in the beta ring uh of the preview program so i need to give that a give that a go uh i haven't been on my xbox too much as of late because i have some i have uh my nephew over uh i think he's probably on my xbox right now playing overwatch one but uh that's something that xbox fans have been hoping for for a long time uh and now with the standard of uh cross play and cross platform and all that stuff uh, this is something that's going to be great for all of us. Uh, there was also an, a big announcement that Ubisoft went ahead and canceled a couple of games, most notably uh, Ghost Recon Frontline. There was also a Splinter Cell VR game that got canceled. Uh, I'm not sure if this is to make way for some other things they're going to be working on. Uh, it says that two unannounced games also. I'm not sure what Ubisoft has up their sleeve, but... I thought that was a big deal. Two unannounced games got canceled? Yes. Huh. That's a strange thing to announce. (laughs) Like, why even tell us, like, two unannounced games? (laughs) Yeah, that's... Why not just, like, just kind of scrap them, right? (laughs) That's kind of weird. Yeah, that's... Like, it just threw me off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Like, all right, here's a... By the way, two games that we haven't talked about got canceled thanks all right cool uh i guess it, the only thing i could think of i guess is to kind of kind of like show that urgency like hey we're, we also scrapped these two games because we're going to be pumping out this next one you know that's going to be coming real soon that's what i can think of yeah all, all that tells me is like like you say like it feels like they're shifting focus they're just letting everybody know we're shifting focus to something bigger yeah um so let's see let's see you know, you know in the coming months what also what comes out uh from ubisoft or whatever uh, the last thing for me was uh, the multiverses uh, fighting game, which already did get, I think, a beta, is going to be soft releasing on early access on July 26. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because Rick and Morty, which makes sense to me, but also LeBron James huh? out of uh, out of the Space Jam movie, the more recent Space Jam movie, is coming to multiverses also on July 26. Oh and God. just the thought of LeBron James in a fighting game, <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> that's, 
That's a strange one, man. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. To say the no least. Idea. Yeah. Uh, so that was it for gaming for me. I don't know if you had any, if you wanted to touch on any of those uh, opinions or anything else to add or just want to keep flying through these. Yeah, we can keep flying through them. Just cause I don't, you kind of covered everything up. I know the only thing I can add is just, you know, I, Overwatch 2 beta, I thought it was awesome. I'm never going to patch Overwatch in any way unless I'm losing. And, you know, <laughs> that's about it. But no, my, you, you hit everything on the head. Um yeah, I'm trying to think of anything on that I've seen, but because I usually like to cover those JRPGs, RPGs type stuff. Um, but yeah, no, actually, I did pick up. Speaking of gaming, and I never know it's Live a Live or Live Alive. It's one of those old school JRPGs that Square Enix, uh, Square Enix um, just dropped on Switch. They just dropped it on Friday. I did go ahead and pick that up for anybody who's a hardcore JR, JRPG fan. Um, I hear it's the reviews are actually stellar. Um, if you like those old school, you know, top down Final Fantasies one, two, three, four, five, six type games, uh, uh, um, Lunar Eternal, um, Chrono Trigger, those type of those type of games is probably one you want to pick up. Just a shout out to Live Village because you know, or Live Alive. Never know how to say it, and I haven't bothered looking anything up or whatever, so I'm sticking with you know, unless it's Live Alive or Live Alive, I don't know, but you can't miss it if you Google it because it's obviously spelled the same way. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, but that's that's all I got. Uh yeah, uh I've also been seeing like some stuff, some little rumblings about that game, and I was actually gonna ask you about it. Uh, you tried it out yet? I have not, but um, if you, as a matter of fact, I hear a lot of people compare it to not a lot of people. You know, I don't even know why I say a lot of people, but uh, I I know I know you've given these games a chance, but think of if if uh, Brave Default and uh and uh, what's the Octopath Traveler? You know, think of those two games, but it's in the old school, you know, JRPG present presentation, you know, top down, uh, the way you move from there. But as far as the characters and stuff, I hear, and as far as the um, the environments, the 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 storylines, and that's more reminiscent for Octopath Tra- Octopath Traveler. You know, different storylines are supposed to be the story. The story is supposed to be amazing, um, from what I've seen or you know, I've heard. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, I haven't given it a shot yet, but. Again, if you're a JRPG fan, something you want to check out for sure. All right, sounds good. I'll definitely uh, kind of take a deep dive a little bit further into what that game's all about. See if it's for me. Yes, sir. Uh, jumping over to TV and movies, I saw that uh, there's a show called The Deer King that is coming out. Uh, it's going to be an animated. It it seems like it's going to be an animated series made. Oh, what? It's a movie, no? Oh, it's a movie? Yes. Okay. So, The Deer King. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. Uh, The Deer King, a fantasy epic from the director of Spirited Away and Your Name. Uh, I've never seen Your Name, but I did see Spirited Away in the last maybe two years or so. I know that those movies have, like, a huge fan base and stuff, so I'm sure this is going to fall right into the, the that genre or i don't know that group of films or what is, what is it that those films are called which ones uh the spirited away movies and and oh, those an isekai i think e- there we go there we go yeah that's that's um the way it's pronounced uh, you know from what from what i heard <laughs> from what people say 
<laughs> but there's always there's always you know there's always a, a set of people who you know just say things differently um stuff like that but yeah that's that's what they're called so we got the first clip of that you know i checked it out animation looks nice if you're into those kinds of movies you know be on the lookout for this uh, if you want to check out that clip just look up the deer king and i'm sure you'll you'll find your way to it yeah I know uh, the, the early reviews i think have been kind of mixed on that one yeah there have been some stuff out there that's been kind of mixed because you had mentioned um your name uh and I, the director i think the guy who directed this i think just it worked on the character designs and i think was in charge more so of the animation because your name is actually directed by you know one of my favorites uh makoto shinkai um i've seen a lot of his uh movies and i've seen a lot of those short films that he's actually produced um and stuff like that so yeah, uh, this one, this one, I don't think Makoto Mashinka has anything to do with this one. I think it's the person who created the characters that directed this movie, um, just to kind of temper expectations there. But yeah, but it, the the reviews from the first parts have kind of come out mixed. Uh, but okay. I, I usually check out G-Kids, you know, whatever they produce or whatever they uh, want to bring out, because I do enjoy, like, I've seen Paprika, I've seen uh, Your Name, I've seen the Studio Ghibli films, um, the Tale of, the, of Prince Kaguya, you know, stuff like that. Uh, the only one, the, only, the latest one I haven't seen is actually Bell, which I do need to check out because I heard it's, a, it's a, supposed to be a visual um, uh, spectacle. So I do need to see that one. Uh, but yeah, that, that's what that's that's what I know about Deer King so far. But we'll get more into it obviously when I see it. See what's up. Yeah, for clarification, it says here that the director is Masashi Ando, who previously I thought it I thought it was saying he directed these, but no. You're right. He, he just worked yeah. on Spirited yeah. Away in your name. So he wasn't directing this. I don't know if he's directed something else or not, but he didn't direct those two. Yeah, so I, it's think, just... I think this is his directing debut. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're right. You need to temper. You're, you know, we're going to see what he what he does like once he's uh, the main guy. Yeah, and I'll check it out. You know, usually, you know, it, they're mixed, but, I mean, you know, obviously... I've seen some movies that are just complete, you know, trash that people hate, but I thought, you know, they were a lot of fun. Uh, and, you know, I think of, I think the latest Predator movie that came out, I thought was a trip. I actually liked it. Uh, and then recently, White Chicks, man, I know those. <laughs> it became like a cult classic, you know, and stuff like that. But golly, man, that movie, was, that movie was hilarious. And it has all types of, it was ahead of it. It was, it was I don't want to say ahead of its time, but because it does touch base on a lot of the things that are kind of going on in the world. But it kind of just, you know, so obviously, you know, check it out. Point is just check out a film regardless of what the reviews are like and, you know, judge it for yourself and see what's up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now, uh, I'll skip here. Speaking of directorial debuts, uh, Patrick Wilson's directorial debut is going to happen in Insidious 5, uh, which is going to be releasing July 7th, 2023. I'm a big fan of the Insidious films. Uh, I know they've kind of strayed from the main path a little bit here with the latest ones, but I mean, I love horror movies. Uh, and if you're familiar with these movies, this one is supposed to be when the son from the original Insidious Dalton uh, begins college. So it's Ooh. set, I think it's 10 years after Insidious 4, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but Insidious does have a pretty niche following so i know there's always a you know good little group and and i know you're one of them and stuff like that so i'm actually looking forward to 
right, I'll probably watch Insidious four. But I've seen I've, people people hate the third one. I thought the third one was rather interesting, right? I, I'm always a sucker for those when when they connect to like the first film in some weird way, right? And this one does that. Like, oh, remember the first film? Yeah, this happened. So that was them in this part. I'm always a sucker for stuff like that. So yeah, yeah I'll be checking the that continuity. Out. Yeah, is definitely great. <laughs> Uh, between those and the Conjuring series, like, you know, it feels like we're missing like those horror, like little universes or whatever there for a while. And when those came back, I just loved them. So oh, I'm, 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 bi- I'm big biased. Conjuring. I've, seen, I've never seen the second one, but I remember the first one being really good and scaring the sh- I, I'm a scaredy cat. Everybody knows. And, and I've always said before, right, when I play a horror game or watch a horror movie, uh, it's it's 12 noon. All the, all the, you know, windows are open. All the lights are on. Um so that's the way I saw. That's actually the way I saw Conjuring Part One. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <Boo>. So, <laughs> hey, there's a good reason for that, man. Because growing up, that stupid movie, the one with the tooth fairy, um, the what was it, man? The one with the girl with the with the monster that takes your teeth or whatever. Darkness Falls. That one scared the. Lit- and it was a dumb movie, man. But God, I had a nightmare about that movie. Not a little dude because I saw the movie in the dark. Big mistake. Big mistake. I've never seen that. <laughs> it's dumb, but you scared the shit out of me now, a little, especially with teeth and stuff. It, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we did we did see uh, what's the one with the um, the one we like, dude? We went with the puppet, uh, with the ventriloquist. Dead silence. Dead silence, dude. I did enjoy that one a lot. I remember watching it at your house. Yeah. With the light silence. Yeah. <laughs> He said, I'm not watching this unless the lights are on. <laughs> yeah, remember watching the living room with, with, with the lights on, dude. Damn right we did. <laughs> yeah, and I would try to pull fast one and turn the lights off. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, no I'll pause it. Hey, turn it back on, man. <laughs> uh, so jumping into something else, uh, just because we've talked about it before, I thought I should include this, that there is a live-action Powerpuff Girls in the works for in development for the CW the TV channel. Uh, I really don't know anything about that other than that it's coming. Uh, so I guess we'll see like what they're able to do with that, uh, those characters and did I that hear, series. Um, did I hear that they were actually also doing a, uh, a continuation of the cartoon or is that coming back by any chance? Why do I remember I'm not, saying I'm not sure about the cartoon? I may be mistaken. It might've actually just been recent. Um, or I might have just been one of those dumb, you know, things. But I remember seeing the Powerpuff Girls, the animated series, getting a uh, coming back or something. I'm not sure how true that is, though. It might not be true. It might have just been. It might have just been something that, you know. But whatever. That's just if you're interested, you know, see if maybe you can find something and let me know whether I'm right or wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep a lookout for that, and I'll, I'll remember to touch on that. All right. Uh. Then we got an official trailer for House of the Dragon, uh, the new prequel to Game of Thrones coming to HBO, I believe, in August. Um, and we'll have a little bit more about that uh, when we get into like some of the Comic-Con stuff. Uh, we also got news that Mortal Kombat 2 is of- officially happening. Uh, I, enjoy- I, r- I rather enjoyed the first one. Uh, that was a... Was it? It was one of the ones that launched with the new straight to HBO program. I, I don't know if there's a name for that or whatever, but uh, it was nice to be able to see that like day one. And uh, I enjoyed it. I don't know if you felt the same, Marcus. I, I enjoyed it. I really did. A lot of the Easter eggs, like obviously, if you grew up playing the Mortal Kombat films, um, 
the good the good thing about the film that I enjoyed as far as video games are concerned is that it never it, it didn't try to do too much, right? It didn't go from you know Mortal Kombat one to Mortal Kombat ten in one movie. You know what I mean? Um, you know, or, or, or what's the latest one? Twelve? What what Mortal Kombat are we on? I know we're you know. It, anyways, it didn't do that in one movie. It just went from you know, hey, here here remember these guys right here? Here they are. We're just gonna throw in a couple of guys just for future reference. But ultimately, hey, you want a Scorpion and Sub Zero fight? Hey, we got you, baby. Here you go. So it was a lot of good fan service for the old school fans and stuff like that, while also being entertaining because uh, Kano was awesome. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was like you said, the perfect mix of like fan service thrown around like a good story there with the Sub Zero Scorpion rivalry, and you know we got an, a whole new original character, uh, which was I thought OPS shit, but <laughs> uh, I mean it was a good movie. Yeah, for what? Yeah, exactly. Enjoyable. It was fun. It was a fun watch. Exactly. Uh, the last thing here that I thought was pretty interesting that I had never heard of anything like this before is Christina Ritchie and Billy Magnuson are going to star as the voices of Harley Quinn and the Joker in a new DC podcast series for Spotify. With Christina Ritchie. Hmm. That's actually sounds amazing. And just because I like Harley a lot, you know, I'm still waiting July 28th. Be ready. Um, by the comic books, you haven't. But Christina Ritchie is Harley Quinn in this, in this podcast. My only issue is that um, I don't condone Harley and Joker together at all. Um, you know, Harley Quinn and Ivy, that's where it's at. Um, but yeah, I want to see, you know, where where this takes place or what it's like uh, in the DC podcast universe. That's interesting. That sounds fun and cool. Something different. Like, it, it feels yeah. like, like, it feels retro in a way. Like, we're going back to, like, radio or something like that. It, it does um, sound like cool for sure. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be uh, I'll keep looking out for news for that. Like if we get a date or anything like that. Yeah, uh, sure. So now we're gonna jump into the bigger some of the bigger stuff. San San Diego Comic Con. Uh, I'm gonna touch on some of like the smaller things before we get into like the DC and MCU stuff. Uh, but if you wanna like chime in on any of this, I'm gonna try and go through it quickly. But if you wanna chime in, just uh, cut me off. Tell me. Uh, what you think so uh the riddler year one is going to be a comic that is going to be written by paul dano the the actor from this latest uh the batman movie Uh, i thought that was pretty interesting that they're giving him you know that freedom to be able to do that he was phenomenal in that movie i think you and i both agree can agree on that yeah Uh, a very different take on the riddler more modern you know, cult leader, internet kind of stuff. So it'd be interesting to see his vision. Yeah, Paul Dano was awesome just because, um, like you said, he portrayed him differently. But ultimately, we're obviously keeping that core Riddler to life, you know, or keeping it intact for what it was. So the fact he's making a, what was it, a comic book you said? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot of fun, and I'll probably be picking it up. I actually, I actually been collecting comics and series at least for about a year, just barely getting into it. So it's gonna be something to look into, man. Definitely check it out. Um, I don't know any of the DC news that was presented here at SDCC, so um, just keep it coming. <laughs> oh, that, that I will. So <laughs> the new Marvel Zombies, uh, I believe it's gonna be a TV series, is going to be rated TVMA. I thought that's nice. kind of interesting. Oh yeah, it's interesting. Being that, you know, we don't get too many things. Uh, 
now that I think about it, didn't we just get our first like rated R movies on on Disney Plus like this past week? They just Deadpool, uploaded the Deadpool movies, right? Was it, it was Deadpool and one other one? No, I know I know Deadpool. For it was sure. it was the two Deadpools and some and one other movie I think that has like a, either mature or rated R. Something, yeah, yeah, something like that. I remember it was Deadpool and something. Lo- was it Logan? No, right. Actually, it might have been Logan. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that, this is interesting that we're gonna get like a, a new something new, you know? And That's gonna be cool. TV TVMA. And I'm, I'm, if they're making it, obviously, if they're making Marvel Zombies, obviously TV mature. That uh, that tells me that the costume department, you know, or you know, the makeup department is gonna just, you know, swing for the fences, man. So that's awesome. That's exciting. <laughs> Yeah, some of the characters it says here are going to include Ghost, Abomination, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, Captain America, Kate Bishop, Shang-Chi, Miss Marvel, just to name a few. So can you imagine those as zombies? Like, that just sounds awesome. <laughs> I've read two of the zombie comics. Um, I, not even a lot, because I know there's a lot. I've, but I've dabbled in two of them just to kind of see what was up. And damn, that's, it's going to be awesome to see. That was actually what I didn't know. So that's going to... Be something I look forward to, man. It's awesome. Uh, so moving into X Men. Oh, we know this one. I know this. Uh, one. Magneto is said to lead the X Men in the upcoming animated series X Men '97, yes, which I thought is. was interesting. That kind of tells you a little bit about maybe what the timeline is going to be. Is this altered, or is this possibly like post Xavier? I'm just not sure. I think. Because it says X Men '97, so obviously they're going off, you know, the X Men series that we're familiar with, and that mm-hmm. X Men series did kind of already do, you know, multiverse and get in different dimensions, different time periods, and stuff like that. Um, so I'm kind of curious where this one's gonna fall. Again, that's all we know is that Magneto's gonna be the lead guy, but Magneto is always a fan favorite. I see no problem here, right? But it's still, um, ultimately, just where does it fall in the timeline? If it even falls in that timeline, or if it's establishing something new. And just using the 97 as a way to market and to bring in those uh, us us fans, right? Um, yeah. So see. And that's a good point that that we they already introduced multiverse and time travel and all that kind of stuff in the in the old series that we're familiar with. And something else that kind of caught my eye with this is that there's already some stills of like the X Men team and some stills of Magneto. And the X Men team, for the most part, looks pretty much the exact same as we were used to seeing them in the old animated series. But Magneto, if you look at his still, he looks fundamentally like different. Yeah. I don't know if that's maybe different universe, maybe from the, from the future or so that, that, that uh, that's good that you brought up that they already have introduced that. Cause now that kind of makes a little more sense to me why he looks so much different. Uh, so in sticking with X-Men, the, they say that season two of this show has already been greenlit. So to me, that shows that there is some confidence out there about how successful they expect it to be. Um, but to me, if they're confident, that makes me excited. For sure. Uh, one last thing with X-Men is that Giancarlo Esposito is rumored to be Professor Xavier for the live-action Marvel X-Men reboot. Um, I'd like to see that, too. Um, how do you feel about that? 
Um, so I'm perfectly fine with them bringing in a new Professor Xavier as long as it's a good one. And to me, Giancarlo Esposito is one of the guys that can probably hit that well. Oh, dude. Honestly, I think I think it's excellent. And usually, right, and, and what sucks is nowadays people always look, oh, you know, they look at, they look at Professor X and they expect a white guy. But ultimately, when you kind of get past it, like, like this guy's a hell of an actor. And again, like you said, it's real easy to kind of, when it comes to timeline and storylines, especially something as complex as Marvel, hey, hey uh, multiverse, multiverse, hey, they're not all the same guys, man. They can be different ones. Hello. Remember? Hey, remember me? Timeline. You know, so it's, yeah. it's very, it's very, very easy for Marvel to kind of, you know, put its spin on it, you know, and, you know, give it that meta um, reason as to why, you know, he's not white, but he's a, a black man. So, but not, you know, nonetheless, um, it's great to see. It's going to be awesome to see, I bet. So next I'll jump into something you already talked about. Uh, the Berserker, the Berserker anime is going to have two seasons on Netflix. And there's also going to be a film adaptation in the works for that's going to be centered around Keanu Reeves. I'm not, I don't know anything about this show. I don't know anything about this manga, but um, I mean, if they're going for both and they're kind of already banking on two seasons, like to me, that's confidence and confidence to me is like, this is going to be good. Yeah. All I know about it is it's, um, if I remember correctly, it's based off a comic book. Um, the comic, when the comic first dropped, uh, how long has it been? It's been a month, maybe even a year when the comics first dropped, they actually dropped all kinds of variants and, um, you know, in every, every new issue had all kinds of variants. It was super popular. I know when they came, when it came out, people were pushing it, pushing it like crazy. Hey, you know, for twenty bucks, you can have the entire series. Here you go. It was all over online. So it is based on a comic book that Keanu Reeves uh, pushed out. So in the comic world, and it's Keanu Reeves, it's gonna bang, and that's why it obviously has two seasons already. Um, it's it's gonna be a hit for sure. Uh, I'm almost positive that it's going to just you know have great reviews and a great reception. Because of the comic books, people like it. You know, you're mixing, you're, you're, get, you're making an ad, an anime adaptation out of a comic book series featuring Keanu Reeves. Say that again. Look at all those fandoms, putting them together. Uh, it's going to be a, a very good, um, I think it's a very good idea, man. So I'm excited about that. I haven't read the comic. I'm familiar with it. But a anime dude, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's, that's all you had to say. <laughs> say less. Say less. <laughs> We have I Am Groot coming to Disney Plus on August 10th. Uh, I thought it was interesting the way they worded this, that it is going to be a collection of five original shorts. Uh, I don't know why they don't say it's just a series, but I guess they're going to be short <laughs> since they're called shorts. So uh, that's the only thing that, t- that kind of... Say it again. It's going to be five. Say it again. A collection of five original shorts. A collection, a five original shorts. So it's going to be five, you know, minisodes. Yes. Huh. That's the only. That's the only reason I could think of for them to call it shorts and not a series, right? Yeah. Or maybe they're just not like linear. Maybe they're just different stories. Yeah, and, right? I, and I'm assuming it's just going to be stories that take place when we grew, uh, because in my case, yeah, you want to feature Groot, but without. <laughs> Obviously, they're going to do a damn good job 
in a sense that hey, you know, you don't need Groot does not need people or does not need other characters for him to tell a good story or for him to survive because even though he says three words, you know what I mean? Um, they're gonna his his facial expressions or movement expressions, they do a damn good job. So um five mini episodes, that's gonna be interesting. I wonder I want it's probably gonna be episodic, I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, next thing I have here is Amanda Stenberg was announced for the lead for Star Wars Acolyte, which is set to be a little bit of a different Star Wars take. It's going to be the rise of the dark side in the High Republic era is what I think I remember reading about Star Wars Acolyte. So kind of like the reverse of of uh, we, we've mentioned it before that it's kind of like the opposite of Rogue One. Yeah. Where like it's kind of the rise of like the light the the good the good guys when the bad guys are dominating and this is gonna kind of be everything flipped. Uh, then we also got the first look at Balrog in uh, Lord of the Rings: The Ring of Power. I don't know if you got to see that still, but it looks pretty still. crazy. I saw this still. Hell yeah, it looked it looked crazy, and that's one of those things that you know people consider Lord of the Rings that you know masterpiece untouchable so it, i guess it's and i you know people are talking about casting choices and oh my god you know all these all the memes like if you if you've seen it you've seen it if you know you know um but again it's one of those things where i like i, I like Lord of the rings a lot and i've read the books you know uh similarly in so your volumes took a class you know seeing the movies the extended versions once how long that shit um you know, but I, I dabble at least. I can at least hold my own. Obviously, there's better people who know more than me out there and stuff like that. But um, if they're pushing the budget, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it a shot just because it is Lord of the Rings, and I'm gonna judge for that. Is one of those things I'm gonna judge for myself. You know, regardless of what happens. But that Balrog and honestly, the scenes from what we've seen, um, the 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 cinematography from the trailers, it's it's knocked it out of the park in my opinion, man. So it's gonna be it's it's gonna be something to see. I'm, I'm sure. For better or for worse. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I'm super pumped for that show. So, like you say, what we've seen so far looks great. Yeah. Uh, in sticking with first looks, I'll also mention that we got the first look at various Spider-Man suits that are going to be in the new animated series. Is it a series or movie? Spider-Man freshman year? Series. series. Yes. That one I uh, know. <laughs> so, so, we got a look at quite a few outfits that look pretty interesting did you get to did you catch those i'm about to i i i I know the outfits i hadn't seen them yet but i know that they had been out there i know i know three of them two the ones on the far right and far left i have no idea actually be honest neither neither do i uh that's why it's there and strangely enough on netflix um the spectacular spider-man got a couple more episodes i was watching the first episode of that uh, which it's the older one right but still it's always spider-man's always fun to watch the only thing was i believe this one actually people aren't sure if if this takes place in the marvel in the marvel cinematic universe just because it's supposed to take place his freshman year of high school and stuff like that so people so he's already been introduced to all these characters who he claims who have never known in the in the mcu so it's gonna be interesting to see where this falls if it falls in, in, a, in this timeline or again multiverse 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 we know how it is right oh yeah they're they're just they've opened something else completely with that yeah big old can of worms man. it's never gonna it's never gonna close 
and that's Doctor Strange, you know, but not even. John Wick 4? Uh, did you get to check that? I haven't seen that yet, but I have it. Uh, I usually watch all trailers and stuff like that, either during lunch, while I'm eating, or before I go to bed. So I haven't checked it out, but I'm going to. I have not checked it out, but I am going to, too. I did see, weirdly enough, where he crashed the the panel. He just walked up there and he goes, hey, guys, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to crash your party here. And he kind of just there, and obviously he's, um, you know, joking and stuff. So he goes, "Yeah, I just want to uh, talk about John Wick 4. and you know, Keanu Reeves charismatic as hell. So he does this thing. Um, the only thing I did hear was that my boy Donnie Yen, it man, if you haven't seen the one, two, three, and four, <laughs> Donnie Yen is going to be a guy with a sword and a gun. So it's going to be great to see. Uh, I I do like Donnie Yen a lot. If you're not familiar with him, he uh, he was in the It Man films. Um, as well as Raging Fire, which is one of his uh, more recent ones, um, but martial artist, um, Wing Chun type things. He's obviously familiar with that. If you're not sure what Wing Chun is, Bruce Lee, that's what he first learned from his master, it meant his master and stuff like that. So Donnie Yen did do a lot of research into that martial art world. So anytime he's in a movie, a uh, huge fan, because I hope he just, you know, uses wires and flies and does his martial arts thing. <laughs> So that's that's all I did see about John Wick Four so far. But I I will I will watch the trailer. I will watch it. Was was he in the last movie? Was he in part three or was that somebody else? I don't know if he was, man. If was he in part three? I don't remember. I remember there being <sighs> who was in that last movie. I don't remember if he was in part three or not. But I I did. I'm also a fan of the Ip Man's and Donnie Yen. So he was recently. I know in one of the Star Wars movies, right? Was he was in Rogue One? Rogue One, there we go. Yeah, he was in Rogue he, One. He was a super cool. Uh, what's his powers, man? He was blind. He was, he was blind. blind. Yes. Yeah. So it was good to go one. It's a good one. So something else I saw was that uh, the first film. Something that got a lot of people excited is that the first film from Avatar Studios will focus on Aang and his friends as young adults. Yes, I know when it had first come out, they had they had said it was gonna be Kyoshi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, right? And the thing was, is because I want to see the bridge. I've seen Legend of Korra. I've seen, you know, Avatar, uh, Aang, Avatar Last Airbender. I've seen them both. So the thing is, I want to see that bridge in the middle. So we're getting a movie that features adult Aang. And ultimately, I'm guessing what happens, you know, to Aang during this time or to the airbenders and stuff like that. Um, that's, again, but my only gripe is, oh, and it'll always be something like that. It just kind of bothers me is, Ultimately, I know where it's going to lead and stuff like that. So that's why I'm all in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, so hopefully it might do something. Maybe parallel universes. I'm all for parallel universes. If you're not familiar with Avatar also, that they do have, Avatar does have a kind of a graphic novel series. Um, I've read only three of them. I think there's five or six of them that are completely out. But I've read The Search and I've read, was it Fire and Ice or something like that? And I've read one, The Rift. I read those three. So obviously it continues the adventures of Aang and his crew when they're little. So the fact that we're getting, you know, him as an adult is awesome. Super excited about that. I do know my avatar here and there. So, so super excited. Uh, then the last thing from the smaller stuff coming out of Comic-Con is uh, George R. R. Martin. I said we were going to hop back to House of the Dragon. George R. R. Martin had a quote coming out of Comic-Con where he said, these books are my kids. But when you give them up for adoption, meaning like, you know, he's letting other people use his work uh, in making these uh, series, you're nervous on how they'll turn out. But I've been very, very fortunate here. 
So what he's talking about is that he has watched nine out of the 10 House of the Dragon episodes and says that they are very, very good. Uh, I've heard that too. Have you seen the memes though? <laughs> I haven't. Oh, dude, people are, people are just something else. They're like, oh, uh, you know, he's watching nine out of 10 episodes and he's sitting on the throne and all these things. And people, when the hell is he going to finish his damn book? Oh, my God, dude. I was like, wow, dude, the internet, man. Like, just Well, uh, well I, I didn't include that here, but I think he was asked because uh, according to, like, people, he was supposed to make a a cameo in this series. Yes. But but he said, I think he made a comment that's like, yeah, in case you all didn't know, like, I'm not going to be doing too much in this series because... uh. I have a book. I have some books that I'm working on that I'm a little behind on, so I'm putting all my attention into that instead of working. Yeah, into the into the winter, winter, right? That's what you mean. Yes. And I know, uh, and again, it's the internet, right? So they're just coming all these things, and they started looking for. It, it was like pictures of George R. R. Martin just doing obscure things, everyday things, and the captions always. Uh, get to writing, write your book, write your book, and I'm I'm here like wow, dude. And so, and there was a picture of him, you know, sitting on the throne, and um, oh, this is what he's doing instead of writing his book. Hello, all these things. I'm like, damn, dude. Uh, and it's like he's 73 years old, this guy. Uh, so obviously, everybody wants him to finish his books, and how long it's gonna take him to come out with the last one. Um, but yeah, have, have you ever read the books? I've I've uh, I'm not a reader, but I tried doing the audiobook. Audiobooks, but they're it, it's tough, man. Like they're they're a tough uh, even they're even a tough listen, just because the, hours, the the man. the format the format also is very different. Where it's like X character point of view, B character point of view, like like character one, then it's like character two, then character eighteen, then character one again, then like it, it's. Have you ever given them a go? You you know what I'm talking about? Like Not the way the the, the chapters are. Or the, just the way the chapters are broken down, like Sansa, we have and then like the chapters. Yes, the chapters will, will are broken down to character point of views. Yeah, that's that's pretty common though in a lot of novels, the way it's like that. But so you're, if you're talking about the audiobook, I'm not sure how the audiobook is in that regard. Yeah, they're just. Uh, I, I've just never been a reader, so I tried listening, but I got like halfway into the first book and I just. Was like, eh, I'm good. Yeah, no, they're they're 35, four. I think one of them's even like 45, 50 hours long. So it's like, dang, you know, their commitment. Even if you decide to do the audiobook, I was halfway through the first one. I read on a road trip years ago, dude, and I was like, dang, like, and I guess because it's obviously when you're dealing with the first book, it's it's rough, super rough. A good friend of mine at work, uh, Pacheco, shout out to him, um, is on. Uh, I think he's on the late book five. And every chance he gets, he will read them, man. And he's reading like that. And he's reading by the, he puts his finger on the page. And he's an English teacher, just like me. And he reads like that. And he, I saw him, why do you, I was like, you're kicking it old school. How come? He goes, because it's tough. And I said, yeah, man, it looks tough, man. So I started laughing and stuff like, damn, dude, intense. Yeah, that sounds rough. <laughs> um, So that's it for like the smaller stuff. Now we'll get into smaller stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, But I'll get, now we'll jump into like the DC and MCU stuff. Uh, which is kind of like, you know, the big juicy stuff everybody wants to was kind of waiting for coming out of Comic-Con. Uh, DC's panel was a little smaller. Uh, their stuff was mainly around uh, Black Adam, which The Rock did make an appearance in his suit. Full on Black Adam and everything. 
Uh, we I, did get some news that Viola Davis is going to be returning to the film as Amanda Waller. Nice. <laughs> as everybody's favorite jerk. <laughs> Dude, she's a bitch. Uh, man, she's a peace, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking a Peacemaker, man. Oh, my God. They didn't say anything for Peacemaker. Not that I expected them to, right? But still. Yeah, so, uh, you know, The Rock, of course, in the classic rock fashion, has been selling this movie. Uh, just telling everybody that it's going to shake up DC in a very big way. Uh, our, our release date, I think, is still October. I see October 21st. Yes. So later this year. Uh, then they jumped into Shazam, Fury of the Gods. I still I haven't seen the first one, but I've heard a lot of good things. I enjoyed it a lot. That's actually one of the ones that put DC. And I know people talk about Justice League and the, what is the, the Snyder Cut. And they talk about, you know, all that. They talk about those. But then when you have, you know, some, like Shazam, I guess, I guess the expectations are tempered or whatever. But not even that, man. Shazam was just a good movie all around, man. It was just a great movie all around, man. I, I really enjoyed um, the first Shazam. I really did. Yeah, that one's also coming this year in December on uh, the 21st, I think is what I see. Nice, because we're going to get Shazam versus Black Adam, dude. It's going to happen. At some point. And then plus, we don't even know, you know, they're still in Superman's universe. So who's really, who's really the big dog, right? I guess we'll hopefully we find out down the line yeah. or we get a tease, maybe. Yeah. So then we'll jump over to Marvel. Uh in continuing with phase four. Uh Wakanda Forever. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We got a teaser, a teaser trailer, which was just amazing. Uh there was always a lot of questions going into this film because of the passing of uh King T'Challa's uh, actor in real life. His yeah. name was uh, uh, Chad, Chad. Chadwick Bosman. How, how do you say his name? Chad Chadwick. Chadwick Bosman. Yes. Chadwick Bosman. Bosman. Yes. One of those. Uh, yeah, one of those. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I Chadwick. Mean, he's a lot of his work was excellent, and I remember watching the first one, uh, forty-two, as he was Jackie Robinson, kind of breaking that barrier in baseball, man. Um, so it's obviously it's still you know whenever a good actor great actor uh passes and the way he passed and he was giving it his all you know so rest in peace to him man and it's the the trailer oh my god dude the song the it was like a, a kendrick lamar slash i don't know who the other person was but it was a rendition a mix of the two so obviously you felt that like damn this is great but holy hell was it a sad trailer and then obviously you know he's he's going to be in he's he's in that movie in spirit you can you, you're going to tell and it was just a it was a Oh, great trailer, dude. I got chills, man. I really did. Literal chills in that, in, in, at toward the end of that trailer. If you haven't seen it, you got to give it a watch, man. Yeah, it seems like they're going to mirror, uh, you know, the passing of King T'Challa within the film, too. So you get those vibes of them kind of moving on. And uh, we do see a tease of, like, we don't know who, but we know there's going to be a new Black Panther in some capacity. Uh, we also got the introduction of Namor. From the Atlanteans is going to be the antagonist, it seems. Uh, and we have everybody else from the cast uh, uh, coming back. That's going to be slated for November. Yeah, November 11th of this year. Yeah, because it's that uh, Wakanda Forever is supposed to uh, end Phase 4. Marvel yes. Phase four. Yeah, that'll be the official end. And then we get straight into Phase 5, which is going to open up with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, which I've been super excited for because of 
who's been confirmed for the movie for already the longest time. Kang. Uh, Kang the Conqueror. That's right. Yeah. And they also said Modoc is set to appear. So that's awesome. I, I, I'd actually been waiting for a Modoc. And what was it? The that's the one where Peter where Peter Dinklage when uh where he plays the uh the blacksmith and Thor and it was it oh, oh, uh, that's Infinity War isn't it Infinity War Endgame Endgame Infinity War yeah. Infinity War mm-hmm. yeah uh, so he, I thought I, I thought Modok was going to be there in some capacity because I had a, well this was obviously before years years before that um so I'm actually happy to see Modok just because he's a big old trip um Do, yeah, doesn't he have his own animated series somewhere. Yes, yes, he does. Okay, I've never seen that. Yeah, I actually, but yes, it's on Hulu that. apparently. Yeah, but that one looks—he looks. I don't know, but it, obviously, it's it's Patton Oswalt. Um, I know Bill Hader's in it. Uh, John Hamm. Um, it looks a little tripped out, but it's supposed to be good. I haven't seen yeah. it though. Yeah, I'm 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 honestly not too familiar with Modoc at all. So, uh, another big announcement was Bill Murray is going to be in the film too. Mr. Murray. So uh, it's supposed to be based on what they showed, like uh, Scott Lang is kind of gun cocky and there's like a rift between him and his family. And I don't know. I mean, I love. uh, What's his name? Who? Uh, Scott's character. I mean, Scott's actor. Paul Rudd. Uh, Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd. So I'm in. And you give me Kang the Conqueror. Uh, at least uh, what I've seen from Kang and Loki, the the series, uh, it's a very tame version of Kang that we see in that series. So I'm excited to see what the what the big bad actually looks like. If this is the Kang, because yeah. there's multiple. So then we jump into Secret Invasion, nice. which is going to be about Nick Fury and the scroll the scroll invasion, which have already been introduced. I think. Did we first see them in in uh, Captain Marvel? Captain yeah. Marvel. Yes. We didn't that see them in, in something else before. Uh, Captain Marvel's what sticks out to me. I just remember the scrolls. I, I don't. If you're saying before, I don't remember. But Captain Marvel. I, I think we might have seen them once before, maybe in Guardians. But Captain Marvel is definitely like where you learn of their background and they're brought like into the fold, like, and you know that there's going to be something down the line. Yeah, this, the, uh, scroll, the scroll invasion arc is going to be um, pretty good. I know in the comic book world, and they had different variants and stuff, and the variants were actually uh, the secret invasion. They had like Silk as Squirrel, Spider Gwen as Squirrel, Spider Man as, as a Squirrel. Like it, it, it was always a half their face and then a Squirrel. So it was kind of cool to see. I guess it was an anticipation to the scroll invasion news coming here or something. But I uh, just I was thinking of the comic book off the top of my head. <laughs> Yeah, and we're going to, it's confirmed that we're going to get Nick Fury. Obviously, he's going to be the star of the show. We're going to get Maria Hill back. Uh, Don Cheeto is supposed to be coming back as Rhodey. Uh, Amelia Clark is said to be in the show as well. I think we got a first look at her character. Uh, I didn't get to see anything for her yet. Uh, but the interesting thing about the scrolls, like you say, is that you never know who's one of them or who's not, right? Yeah. Uh, that's confirmed for spring 2023. Then we jump over into Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, the interesting thing here is that some of the comments that I heard was that they are fighting a battle that is possibly 
that that is going to have huge consequences. And I think they did say that this is going to be the end of the team of this team of the Guardians. So I don't know if that's meaning like we're going to get deaths or people are going to ride off into the sunset in another way. Probably. I had heard that this one was supposed to be more or less their last um, uh, film together because obviously the Guardians of the Galaxy, I think even at one point Wolverine was a Guardian of the Galaxy. Um, so the Guardians of the Galaxy can spam just about anybody. Um, as far as this rendition, this version, I know this was the these are the main, uh, the first group. Um, but I wouldn't put it past them. I think the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and I've always enjoyed the first one, actually, on top of my list. Um, so I wouldn't mind for them, you know, to start going a different route. By all means, if people are going to die or right off to sunset, that would be something great to see. Um, I did see, too, in, in, for this movie that we're getting Cosmo the Space Dog. It's going to be in the film, and the antagonist is going to be the high evolutionary. Played by, I cannot, I mean, I'm going to try, but played by Chuck Woody Iwuji, which I know of him from some series that I've seen, and I'm a fan of his, but uh, I mean, I'm sorry for butchering his name. I'm sure I did different ways, Um, but we'll see. I know that his character is supposed to be, I don't know too much about him, just a little research I did, is supposed to be like obsessed with evolving and experimenting and those kinds of things. So they did say that babe, we're going to see in some form Baby Rocket. Uh, we know that he's some sort of experiment or something. So I'm sure it's probably going to play into that high evolutionary character. Uh, we're also supposed to see Groot at a, at his adult stage. And Adam Warlock is going to be coming out here too. It's been a while since they teased Adam Warlock, remember? Was that at the yeah. end of Guardians? Guardians 2. Yeah. Been mm-hmm. a while. So, I mean, we'll see what happens there. We'll see, you know, we'll, once we see it, we'll know, like, the are some some of the Guardians leaving. Is this the end of these Guardians? We'll get, like, a fresh new crop or... I don't know. It, it was one of my favorite uh, series here, so... Uh, we'll see. Hopefully it ends on a bang. Yeah, for sure. So these next couple are just uh, announcements and dates. We have Echo uh, slated for summer 2023. Loki season two, summer 2023. The Marvels, July 20th of 2023. Blade, November 3rd, 2023. Ironheart, fall 2023. Agatha, Coven of Chaos, which was previously called Agatha House of Harkness, winter 2023. Uh, Daredevil Born Again, uh, which is an interesting one because Charlie Cox is going to be coming back as Daredevil and Vincent uh, D'Onofrio is going to be returning as Kingpin. We've talked about this before. They're bringing back uh, Daredevil, which is probably like their best show on Netflix when they had these properties. Uh, So that is going to be coming back in spring 2024. We have Captain America 4, New World Order. Um, May of 2024. Then we have the Thunderbolts, which I have no idea what the Thunderbolts even is. I don't know if you know anything about the Thunderbolts. No, nothing about them. Not even a uh, little bit. Not even a uh, bit. Which is going to be July of 2024, and we'll conclude Phase Four, Phase Five. Excuse me. And then we got a little tease into kind of what's coming after that. 
Phase 6 is set to start with the Fantastic Four in November of 2024. It's crazy that we're talking about stuff that's two years away, isn't it? Like, I mean, they're already, is- like, thinking that far into the future. Yeah, which, is, have- which is why I guess their stuff is so good. Yeah, because they always have they obviously have a plan. They have things thought out, thought out, and obviously they have a direction. And when you have a direction, everything kind of just falls into place. And obviously, even even when you have a, a plan such as this, things may happen and stuff like that. But ultimately, you have a foundation, and I guess that's why they're it, it's it's successful as they've been. Because remember, uh, like going back all the way to Iron Man one, they had Endgame already in mind. 10 years prior you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they had that foundation they had that angle so the fact that we're seeing this is letting you know hey guys guess what and this is the stuff that j- they just announced this is stuff all the way all the way to 2025 like forget you know i'm sure they have you know 10 years down the line already mapped out as well you know so it's a big property obviously you know if, if the people are throwing millions and billions obviously this is a billion dollar property so you you know the fact that they're getting these billions of dollars they better put out quality stuff they want to you know appease the audience and keep getting that money you know what i mean yeah so we talked about two years from now but then the two big big ones are actually three years from now in the next two avengers movies where we're gonna see you know we've talked about these latest in some of the reviews we've done uh of uh of uh, Doctor Strange, now Thor was the more recent one. Like, where are we going, right? Once all these people, we see all these people kind of leveling up and they're going to come back together at some point. And this first one particularly excites me because of something I've been hoping for. In May of 2025, we are getting Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. And funny enough, that same year, in November, we're getting Avengers Secret Wars. Now, I'm not too familiar with Secret Wars, but Kang Dynasty, like, say less. Uh, Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, the I know very little about Secret Wars. It was one of the comics, and it's, it's been in, reintroduced several times. Uh, it first came out in the 80s or whatever. It can reach 2015. Um, the Secret Wars, if I remember correctly, it's supposed to introduce the Beyonder, I think was what his name was. Being, uh, he's supposed to—he's supposed to be like on par with, you know, God and stuff like that, like 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 all see, like all knowing, all seeing eye type thing. Like to be honest, supposed to be some tripped out entity that is really, really big. It makes it makes Thanos look like you know a human being in that perspective, you know. So I know Secret War is supposed to be a big thing, and Secret War is also supposed to encompass and like you you thought Endgame and those cast of heroes, Secret Wars is gonna probably double that triple that you know what i mean like that's how intense it is and keep in mind that the phase four that where it starts remember how we had one two uh phase one with iron man and then obviously we finished off with phase three three year wars is going to be the end game of phase four it's going to be finally four five and six is going to encompass that entire arc if you want to call it that saga um so secret wars it's probably going to introduce if I'm thinking, if we're gonna have Kang, we're gonna, if we're gonna have Kang, we're gonna get that baddie just above Kang. Um, you know, if that's the route they're going with comic books, or it just might be Kang in disguise here towards them, we don't know. But I know Secret War is supposed to be intense, and I think in the Marvel universe, even in the comic books, again, this is from what a little I know, Secret Wars is talked about a lot, and I mean on on par with like, hey, this is 
one of the more you know talked about storylines in the comic in the comic book universe you know in the marvel universe um so it's gonna be interesting to see three years down it doesn't seem it seems like a long time man but three years are gonna get here quick those that's it's a lot for a three-year plan for sure dude yeah some of the names some of the names like i've I, i don't know about too much about it either but some of the names i've heard thrown around in terms of like uh antagonists bad guys which i've actually heard some people say like we might even get a team of bad guys uh i've heard names like dr doom magneto you mentioned the beyonder uh galactus ultron yeah uh lizard kang enchantress i've been all over twitter just reading about all these announcements and kind of gauging people's excitement uh their comments and all that kind of stuff so i'm thrilled yeah, yeah, and people know, dude. Like the comic book readers right now, dude. Like, what what I experience as a manga reader sometimes, like obviously these comic book readers are just, you know, they know exactly what's up. They know all these characters. They know who's gonna come out, why they're coming out. Like, they especially the longtime ones, eighties, nineties. Uh, like those guys know a lot, and and I'm not one of those. I I guess I, I embrace our picking up comic books, and obviously I've been going back into this Bronze Age, Silver Age of comic books and stuff like that just to kind of see storylines man but you know to the people who actually read it and have those man hey they they know things and and obviously everybody's excited about it you know the news is out there uh we're being you know we're learning here as we're going uh so there's gonna be a lot to take in for the next three years man you know if you're a marvel guy for sure yeah and it's nice to just see that there's a big plan you know yeah a roadmap man foundation hell yeah yeah, and uh, if you wanna if you wanna look at it for yourself, you know, just Google uh, San Diego Comic Con or SDCC 2022 Marvel, and you'll get like the full timeline, phases, uh, everything. Uh, but I mean, I guess that wraps it up here for for this uh, round of news, Comic Con, a little bit of everything there at the beginning. Uh, anything else you wanted to throw in, Marcus, before we fade to black? I think you, you we pretty much covered everything. I know uh, we wanted to do the discussion more, but obviously Sunday, San Diego Comic Con just kind of took over our podcast for this week. Um, but we're gonna get back to the discussions, rapid fire news, stuff like that. We're gonna get more, more, more rounded, right? You know, uh, focused um, podcasts and stuff like that. So uh, I know the summer's already coming to an end, and when it does that, then that's when the news uh, start. Not, I don't want to say it becomes bleak. But we're able to have those discussions, have those fun discussions and kind of talk and get everybody more into it. But nonetheless, you know, we just want to share our excitement. We want to share the news. We want to share what was going on and, you know, just what's coming. You know, the future, especially in TV and obviously the future just in general for entertainment looks amazing in in gaming, anime. Right, Right now we discussed Marvel, DC, TV, movies. So there's a lot to look forward to. Um, otherwise. Just to kind of wrap up, just like always, if you have not followed us, we do have our Twitter handle over at, at MetaEraNerds. You can go follow us on Twitter. Um, every time we post a video or release a video, uh, I'll share it with you. Uh, if you want to share it, uh, follow us. We'll follow you back and you know just uh, get our social media platform going. Um, otherwise, I think our last podcast, which was our Nostalgia Wishlist, if you haven't heard that, that's our latest one. Feel free to give that one i listened to it's a discussion on games you wish were brought back uh otherwise thank you for tuning in uh anything else rico before we're done that's it for me thanks for listening thank you all you have a good one